I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Nadia Boltz Weber, foul-mouthed, tattooed, Lutheran pastor, founder of the House for All Sinners and All Saints, and one of my very favorite preachers, has a new book, Accidental Saints, Finding God in All the Wrong People. It's a short book filled with stories of how the very people who drive Pastor Nadia crazy are the ones in whom she eventually finds grace, sees the face of Christ. And who of us doesn't have one or two accidental saints in our own lives? I've been fortunate to have many accidental saints, though I confess I don't often feel fortunate at the time that an accidental saint is calling upon me for help. Usually when I'm right in the middle of something, something super, super important, like planning a vestry meeting, or answering email, or writing a sermon, or any other thing that always seems way more important than the needs of the person who interrupts my well-planned day. Like the accidental saint called Sarah. Sarah showed up one evening service at my former church and was clearly very, very devout. She knew all the words. She genuflected solemnly. She took communion reverentially. But when I talked to her after Mass, it became clear that Sarah was also, well, a little drunk. She had a story, a hard one, a failed marriage, mental illness, estrangement from church, and a midlife turn to beer, and lots of it. Sarah would show up on my front porch at all hours. She would call me in a crisis. I took her to the emergency room, to AA meetings, to the emergency room, to the emergency room. I sat with her in a sterile waiting room as we debated whether she ought to commit herself to inpatient rehab. She was a kind woman, so kind, but let's face it, a pain in the tail. She wasn't really a member of the church. I mean, she came and went, but she needed help, and I got picked. So I helped, but God knows I grumbled about it. Having grown up in a home with alcoholism, I wasn't exactly thrilled to spend hours with a sweet but drunk woman weeping and lamenting her past. But she kept coming back, and she kept showing up, and she kept asking for help. And she was so, so very grateful for the bits of stingy mercy and threadbare kindness that I showed her. Sometimes Sarah would bring me gifts, 
things from her own home that she wanted me to have. The statue of an angel, because I had been an angel to her, she said. A keychain from La Mancha, Spain, because I had kept her from tilting at windmills, she said. A book about the Eucharist, because I had provided a place where she could know Jesus again in the sacrament, she said. By this time in her life, Sarah had very little, but she was giving it all to me. The uptight priest. The uptight priest who had been helpful, but God helped me, not as loving as I could have been. And in those moments, Sarah showed me what trust and love look like, what humility looks like. She held up an image of the kind of priest she needed and the kind of priest that I hoped but often failed to be. An accidental saint who asked for help and mercy but showed me the grace of God and the face of Christ. Well, that's the blind man in today's gospel. There's a reason that he is the only person who Jesus heals who is identified by a name. Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. He's known by all in Jericho because he's a pain in the tail. Everyone knows this blind beggar who sits by the roadside begging loudly. He's the, he's the one who everyone else is sick of, the one everyone crosses the street to avoid. That's why when Bartimaeus yells out as Jesus walks by, Jesus, son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Everyone around him orders him to be quiet. Shh, shut up, Bartimaeus. Don't bother the rabbi. He doesn't have time for you. But he yells all the more loudly, son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. And Jesus stops in his tracks, stands still, tells those around him to call Bartimaeus to him. Suddenly, the crowd is transformed. They, they urge Bartimaeus to get up, go to Jesus. Bartimaeus throws off his cloak. He leaps up and he goes to Jesus who asks him, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? My teacher, let me see again. And Jesus tells him his faith has made him well and Bartimaeus pain in the tail, accidental saint, regains his sight and then follows Jesus on the way. 
this accidental saint who has been an embarrassing spectacle on the road outside of venerable Jericho is the very one who actually gets who Jesus is. Unlike the respectable, rich young man who asked what he needed to do to inherit eternal life, but walked away when Jesus told him he had to sell everything and give it to the poor and follow him, blind Bartimaeus throws away his only possession, the cloak where he kept his beggar's alms, and immediately follows Jesus. Unlike James, and John, who just last week were asked the very same question Jesus asks today, what do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus does not ask for power and glory to sit at Jesus' left and right hand. Rather, he asks that he might see, that he might see so that he might see Jesus. Before they run into Bartimaeus, Jesus and his followers have been moving quickly. They are on their way to Jerusalem, on the way to the cross, though only Jesus understands this. His own followers still don't understand what kind of leader he is. They still don't get that to be first with Jesus is to be last, that to lead is to serve, to save their lives, they've got to lose them they still don't get that the one they follow isn't going to reign in glory, but will be humiliated on the cross. Still, they are on the move, and they have no time to waste. They have a purpose, and then they get interrupted. They get interrupted by the beggar on the side of the road. Jesus, son of David, mercy have mercy on me. And it is only when Jesus stops in his tracks and stands stock still, asks his followers to bring blind Bartimaeus to, to him, that his followers finally get it. It's only then that they really learn who Jesus is. He's the one who stops for beggars. He's the one who shows mercy to the very ones we'd rather bypass. It's only then that they see the way to follow Jesus isn't to be rich and powerful, but to be vulnerable. The only way to follow Jesus is to cry out for mercy. Bartimaeus, pain in the tail, accidental, saint, blind, beggar, is, after all, the one who sees who Jesus really is, and he's the one who can show others who Jesus really is to. And Jesus, by stopping for the least important person possible, and by showing him mercy, by showing him loving kindness, then Jesus makes clear his priorities.
we all know accidental saints. We all have pains in the tail who won't leave us alone, whom we might help but don't really miss when they're not around. We all have those we wish wouldn't interrupt our neat lives with their messy cries for help, for love, for mercy. Here's the thing, beloved. We too are accidental saints. We too are pains in the tail for others, sometimes for God. But it is in the very vulnerability of our lives, it's in our need that we can see God and I pray that we can show God to others. And when we are desperate enough, hopeful enough, to cry out mercy, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Jesus stands still and he looks at us and he loves us. And amazing grace, how sweet the sound. He asks, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs>